Desert Island Books on NHR in association with NUH Library Services. Right, delighted to welcome back onto uh, NHR our uh, good friend Kari Olsen Porthouse, who is a spreader of joy and oh, yes. <laughs> a, a, a wondrous <laughs> choir director as well, and many other things. But uh, how are you doing, Kari? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I am also well, thanks. First of all, for those who don't know you, tell us uh, about yourself, what you do, uh, and what you're doing at the moment. Oh, I, I am a joy-spreading choir director. <laughs> um, so I have a community choir. We are back in person, although we're back in two halves at the moment, and that's based in West Bridgeford in Nottingham. I'm also the musical director for the ICU Liberty Singers, um, which was a, a, a choir that we created for the well-being of the critical care staff during the pandemic. Um, I've been working with the NHSBT. Uh, I work with the British Association of Dermatologists. These are all online workplace choirs for well-being. Um, and uh, yeah, it just it spreads utter, utter joy. And the more I can spread this, the better. Yeah, I was going to ask you um, about your hospital connections, but you kind of you kind of got there ahead of me. Um, so <laughs> you, you're very heavily involved, aren't you, with uh, uh, the, the various hospital departments in different ways? Yes. And it's, it seems to be spreading like wildfire, really, the interest and, and uh, excitement. Everything stems from the community choir, the West Bridgeford Liberty Singers. I've got it, it's a massive choir. I've got about 140 people in there, and they tend to go, ah, oh. Ooh. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, this this would work well in my in my workplace environment. <laughs> and then I get invited in into there. So I, I tend that's how I seem to have niched gently into the NHS, and yeah. it's all come through the people that I know from my community choir. So thanks everybody. Hey, yeah, thank. I think they kind of th- thank you the other way around as well. To be fair, <laughs> it's, uh, you do your you do a bit. Um, but um, th- this whole period, obviously, we're still kind of. Uh, Covid's clinging on, isn't it? And uh, yeah. uh, rearing its uh, ugly head again in different ways. But um, tell us about the the process over the last year or two that that you've you've managed to uh, to to deal with the choirs. I mean, some of the things, some of my online choirs have been born out of the pandemic, which is quite quite strange. I mean, the community choir we went online was it March twenty twenty. And we started on Facebook Live, which was very peculiar because I couldn't see or hear anybody. Um, we graduated, I'd like to call it a graduation, onto Zoom, which was in the October. So I could then see people, but I still can't hear them. You can't have a whole choir singing together on Zoom. I don't know if you've tried it. It's no. ear-splittingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> the time delays between everything is very, very complicated. Um, and then we went back, I, and I left it as long, uh, longer than most, I think. We went back in September 2021, back into face-to-face. That was just the community choir. As I say, it's a massive choir of 130, 140. I'd maintained 100 online, which was absolutely unbelievable. The wow. support was was immense. So we're about 140, so I've split them in half, roughly Songbirds and nightingales, they're called. So the songbirds are roughly the people who's, who stayed online with me and the nightingales are roughly the people that didn't. But then some people said, oh, but my friends are in the songbirds. Oh, well, you know what? Go with your friends because that's more important. And we kind of got to a level where I'm teaching the same stuff to each other. So it's not, there's not one choir that's ahead of another. But then I've got the alkonosts, which are some mythical Ooh. bird, and they are the hybrid session. So on the songbird session... I hybrid at the same time. We call it Zoom and Room. <laughs> I've got possibly 50 people in the room and maybe 12 or so who've logged in on Zoom. And some of these people are people who joined us online 
and and for, for geog- geographical reasons that they, they can't come so I, i've got a lady dialing from devon one from kent one from edinburgh they are not going to pop to west bridgeford <laughs> for, for a choir session Ooh. every fortnight and then i've got people who are clinically vulnerable i've got people who are anxious um, and and anybody who has to miss a session through isolation illness or or whatever it's raining that's been that's cropped up a few times recently they can join in with that session as well so it's it's all there. We're trying really hard to keep us together. We were very much looking forward in January to putting both halves back together and being one big choir. And the way things are at the moment, um, I discussed it with a sort of a handful of people and we've decided not to do that, which is a massive shame, but it's okay. I will think of something to do instead. <laughs> um, at the moment, my my online choir, so obviously the ICU Liberty Singers, they, they're online. They will always be online because they're based across mm. the whole UK. Um, and the um, the Skin Credible Liberty Singers, which is the British Association of Dermatologists. Ooh. I love that one. And the NHSBT Liberty Singers. Well, at the moment, we're all working on one common goal. So I've got um, a lovely arrangement of 2,000 Miles by the Pretenders. Mm-hmm. And I have um, taught it to everybody and invited all of them to create a virtual recording. So this involves watching a YouTube video of me uh, with one earpiece in mm-hmm. and then singing into your phone. Um, then everybody sends them all to me and I, I've got studio, so I mix them. So I'm aiming, I'm aiming for 200 Liberty Singer voices on a piece for 2000 miles. And this is born out of two of my lovely, lovely community choir, Rachel and Mareka. And Mareka is staff at um, NUH. <laughs> and they decided at the beginning of the year, they both run quite a lot. They wanted to run 2000 miles each. Oh, what? So when they got to that line, it's very far. They could say it with their hand on their heart, <laughs> and they're they're both very close. <laughs> oh my! It's on a treadmill, I take it, or no, crikey, no. no, they're out on the street. Oh, they're They've out on the street all year round. <gasps> oh dear, put your gloves on. Sorry, Indian blood. <laughs> Fantastic, it's bonkers. I love it. <laughs> oh, God, not as bonkers as you. I don't know how you manage it. I mean, they talk about multitasking and everything, but it's wonderful. Now, last year. Um, for those who don't know, Kari assembled, it was the ICU Liberty Singers who put out yes, the Christmas single. Tell us about that experience on reflection. Oh, and it was nuts. It wasn't what we were supposed to do at all. So we got we got chatting. And when I, when I set this up, um, I approached Alison Pittard, who's the Dean at the Faculty of Intensive Care Medicine. I would like to do something for intensive care workers. I want to do this. And she just went, yes, 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 yes. What do you want me to do? I said, I want you to go on Twitter and rally the troops because nobody will listen to me and they'll all listen to you. Uh, and we had 100 signups in 48 hours, which was amazing. <laughs> and then the words kept getting bandied around, the word single and the word release. I'm going, no, 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 we don't have the rights. We can't, we can't do this. Um, and my friend Jackie Shears had rewritten Every Breath You Take. And our good friend, Rich Williams, had, had completely instrumented the whole backing track. Oh, uh, wow. And I'd done the vocal harmony um, and Alison and Jackie said, well, we'll get the rights. And they did. So Sony gave us the rights uh, and we were off and, and we recorded it. And that was, I, I rather foolishly allowed people to sing more than one part. So I had 225 separate vocal parts to mix. <laughs> oh. well, things I wish I hadn't said. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was amazing. And it, it went down really well. And it was a really good thing at that point 
for people to just have a little focus, a little pocket of joy on something that wasn't related to ICU or wasn't related to COVID or wasn't related to how dreadful things were. It was just a tiny little escape. Everything was done on their own time. We, we taught everything on Zoom on these little hour-long sessions uh, and they went off and, and, and recorded it and it was it was amazing. I mean, um, before we get on to the, the, your Desert Island books, um, just just the effect that music has on people in situations like, you know, with, with the detachment and isolation of, of the pandemic, um, I think it's just one of those, it is like a desert island, isn't it? It's like a, a, an escape yeah. for people and it, it must have uh, it, it must have been so heartwarming to see how how many people it's affected in such a deep way. Yeah, I mean, even even on Monday night at choir, one of my singers came over to me and said, you, "This saved me in yeah. lockdown. This this absolute just this little one once a week little thing to just grab onto and just be a tiny bit normal with." Um, which which is, which is really really amazing. I mean, the, the ICU Liberty Singers we met a couple of weeks ago for the first time. Quite a lot. There was about twenty-six of us who made the trek to Nottingham um, to the Canal House. We had the room above, uh, and we met for the first time and we sang. And you know, these people—they're all in the same um, role, really, in, in ICU. And that's across all the sort of disciplines in there. We have pharmacists and doctors and nurses and speech and language therapists and, and you know, physio—all sorts of people. But they don't actually know each other. Mm. And then and then they came together and we started off with a very simple chord. I want to go la, 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 la. And you hold your note. And we just created this chord and you could see their faces. They go, oh, we, we actually sound quite nice. And there is something that connect, connects with music. I mean, we all feel a bit better when we sing. Mm. But when we sing together, something changes. It's, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Something is very, very magical is happening. And we sang all of our old songs together. It was great because they'd all been paying attention on Zoom. So they all knew their harmonies and they all got stuck in. And I think they were pleasantly surprised with how good they sounded. Singing at home on your own to a Zoom screen, you know, it's great. I'm very grateful to Zoom. Don't get me wrong. But it's not the same. It's not the same at all. And I kept saying to them, I'm dying for you to experience this properly and what it feels like when we all get it right. And we did get it right. And it was it was very, very powerful. Like you said, the, the music thing is incredibly powerful. Yeah, and um, you know, uh, uh, amazing, amazing that you uh, you're able to to create um, such harmonies and, and unity uh, in yes. uh, in what you do. So, uh, fantastic work. Now, you are, from what I read, quite a reader. I do read a lot. Okay, mm. so um, moving on to your desert island books, then. Um, what is your first choice? And tell us something about it. So the first choice is The Choir on Hope Street by Annie Lyons. Now, I know Annie Lyons because Annie Lyons had written several books um, and sort of got into a little sort of, oh, what am I going to write about next? And then she joined my community choir in Beckenham in Kent. Mm -hmm. And so we were all a bit wary that we were going to end up in her book. (laughs) (laughs) And I I love it because the whole book is actually dedicated to the Churchfields Community Choir. So big shout out to them. And there's just a little bit, and she's captured the essence of what being in a choir is. Because when you make a community choir, really, you, you are building a community more than a choir, if I'm really, really honest. And she captures this beautifully in the friendships and the support and the help that her characters in her book uh, give each other, which I've seen firsthand in every single choir I've ever run. 
well, that obviously resonated with you in more ways than one, and it's <laughs> deeply personal. So, uh, uh, thank you. What's your second choice then? Oh, this is a lovely one. It's called "The Art of Mindful Singing" by a gentleman called Jeremy Dion, who I've never met, but I do follow him on Twitter. Right. <laughs> I'm talking a lot with my choirs at the moment about the emotion in singing. And this is something that he talks about in his book. Singing is essentially a mindful activity. If you are busy making your own tune, you have to sort of stop thinking about the noise of the world. It does focus you on something. But what I'm trying to tap into almost from reading this book, to be honest, is how these songs make you feel. So yes, yes, I want you to sing the words. And yes, yes, I'd love you to sing the harmonies. And yes, I'd quite like you to sing it in the right order. But I really want my singers to tap into how it makes them feel. I can't say, oh, this is a sad song. You need to feel sad. Um, but, I, but I can say, I can invite people for their feelings. And, and we've done it. We, we did it ages ago, actually. I think we were singing Chasing Cars. And I said to them, I want you to sing the song. Don't sing the words or the tune. Sing the song. Put your feet on the ground, breathe and sing it. And they all went, oh, oh I felt that. Hmm. It feels different. And when we connect with music in this way, it's very special. And this whole book is dedicated to all those sorts of connections and feelings about music. It's lovely. Wonderful stuff. Okay, book number three. Oh, The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. Oh, this is this is great. I've read it five times at least. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked it for my book club. And they, now they've all read it as well. She's got a very, very dark kind of cultish um vibe to this to this story. It was it was brilliant. Very, very well written and very, very very difficult to put down. That sounds like uh, a page turner. She's she's written about sixteen books and I, I it's quite possible I've read them all. Lisa Jewell, The Family Upstairs. Um, book number four? Was Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier, which is, is just a timeless classic. I think I think my, my copy is actually falling to bits now. I do like a bit of paper when I'm reading sometimes, although I do then occasionally go and try and press words on the page <laughs> like it's a Kindle, expecting it to tell me what <laughs> that word means. But um, a, a while ago, when we sold our house down in Kent, the, the, the lady that came to look around, the lady that ended up buying it, came to look around and went, oh, you've got you've got Rebecca on, on your, by your bed. And that's my favourite book. It's a sign. I'm going to buy your house. <laughs> and, and she did. So oh. it obviously touches many more people than just me. Whatever works. Um, super stuff. And uh, your, uh, your final book of the five that you're going to take onto the desert island is? It's The Secret Keeper by Kate Morton. And it's a massive, big, thick book. And it's one of these books that sort of um, goes between time zones. So there's bits in the 40s and there's bits now and then there's bits. It, it, it's, it's, it's very well woven together. I, I do like a story with a twist and uh, without giving the game away completely. This one's got quite a twist in it that I didn't see coming. So it's, if I didn't see it coming, it's pretty good. <laughs> Super duper. Um, I've got five here, but they did ask for an extra one, a book that you haven't read yet. Can you think of anything? Yeah, I've got on my list. Um, this is going to hurt by Adam Kay, which is, I believe is quite a medical book. Ah, yeah, I think that was chosen by someone else actually once. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that a rings a bell. people have said, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm going to put it on my Santa list. Shout out to uh, y your family as well. Yes, I, I have a husband and two two children. So my children are seven and ten. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of ferrying around of activities for them as well. And they're both, they're both piano players as well. And they both obviously sing in tune. 
Well, that <laughs> goes without saying. Well, listen, um, amazing work that you uh, you do, and uh, we are all grateful for all the things that you do for for so many people. And uh, you oh, love well. what you do. It's just so clear, and you you do you do bring joy. I do, and I do get it back. It's very surprising how much joy you can get back from a Zoom screen when people are on mute. And um, our, our doors are always open. We would like to spread more joy. If anybody works in ICU or has helped out in the pandemic in ICU, the doors to the ICU Liberty Singers are always open and you'll be very welcome to join us. Okay, I'm sure they probably know how to contact you, but just in case? I'm on Twitter at Liberty Singer 73 and I'm uh, my, um, my Facebook is, is Liberty Singer. So you can get in touch with me either of those ways. Don't bother with Instagram. I only put photographs of my interior design on there. Get in touch with <laughs> Gary. So you know we're a hospital radio, Gary, and we always yes. ask for music. So a dedication from you for all uh, of our listeners across the, the hospitals. I would like uh, Together Again by Janet Jackson, please. It's the happiest song in the world. Your wish, my command. Thank you. Gary, thank you so much. And uh, keep up the fantastic work and uh, catch up soon, eh? Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Creating and rekindling memories. NHR.